0: This is Bill and Matt, and you're listening to the Simplifying Jesus Podcast, where we are breaking barriers through communication. Welcome. We're so glad you guys are uh, here with us
1: today for episode one of the Simplifying Jesus Podcast. Uh, We're really excited to be here and to have some, just some real conversation about what church is, um, our background,
0: stay a little bit about us, and uh, just, yeah, start having conversations about the church. Yeah, This is going to be fun. I'm excited about it. We are... um, kind of diving into the church and it's and it's kind of where it stands right now um that's what the simplifying jesus title uh means and that's kind of what we're doing is trying to what expel some of the is expel the right word expel some of the (laughs) um myths about the church but really to bring out some of the truths about the church and show people that don't necessarily go to church they're not wrong um, so, yeah, this is going to be fun. I think uh, we're going to make a lot of people mad. Um, I think we're hopefully going to um, make a lot of people happy as well and, and just kind of uh, clear some thoughts about it.
1: Yeah, you know, the reality is the there are a lot of thoughts about the church out there. Some of them are completely legitimate. Some of them may be a little bit misconstrued. Uh, but that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about what the church looks like from people who may have never been or had some bad experiences and talk through what it is and, and get around to what it's supposed to be from, a, from from biblical perspective and just as Christians, what we're supposed to be doing in the church, what that's supposed to look like.
0: Yeah. And to make sure that people understand that we're not some three-eyed monster, <laughs> um, um, that, uh, uh, just, you know, a bunch of weirdos going to this meeting place every Sunday and Wednesday. Um, so I started this, um, this journey myself about eight years ago. Um, and this was, um, I was one of those people that didn't want to go to church, that never wanted to go to church, that didn't want uh, anything to do with the, the weirdos in the church um, from my perspective. And um, you know, I've I've seen over the last eight years why there why I had those those feelings towards the people in the church. Um, I've seen some of the things that actually do happen within the church that made me feel that way to begin with. That made my 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 um, some of my family say, "Hey, you know, church is not for us. It's weird. It's it's uh, they're a bunch of hypocrites." They're um, they just uh make a bunch of rules that nobody can follow, you know, just the different things the the issues. So when I actually started going to church, I I saw all this and I wanted to put together a book um about what uh what the church actually does look like from the inside, um from the perspective of what it uh what I used to think it looked like. So that's that's kind of where I'm at now. Uh, eight years later, uh, I've been doing this. Matt and I are completely um, on different ends of the spectrum. Uh, I did not grow up in the church. Matt did. Um, I'm, how old am I, 10 years older than you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's that age gap difference. Um, uh, I guess you could say maturity level. Um, <laughs> but um, I think, you know, in the church, Matt would be considered more mature um, as to where um as you know from an age standpoint i'm more mature <laughs> but maybe not maybe not probably not um so i've just i've seen that the church is actually causing people to be pushed away instead of being pulled in yeah so um, I think Matt, you can say you've seen that being in the church as well. Yeah, no doubt.
1: In- I, I was pretty well born into the church. Um, uh, my dad was a, a music pastor, um, most of my time growing up, uh, brother's a youth pastor now. So y- you can say we were definitely born into it. Um, and, uh, and lots, lots of that flowing, lots of that flowing through us. And so, you know, being in the church, there are a lot of, uh, I guess blind spots is probably the best way to say it from, from the inside. You you know, you go in and you hear the sermons and you're doing good things, going to a mission trip, helping people out. But, um, I think, you know, through a lot of our conversations over the last couple of years, since we met, I've seen more of what it looks like from the outside looking in what, what kind of perceptions are out there. Um, and the more I started thinking about, who I am and where I've been and things I've been through, I realize, you know, I've experienced some of those same things. It looks a lot different because I've always been on the inside of the church, but you know, in reality, it's the same kinds of issues, the same perceptions that are out there that I've been dealing with as well from the inside. And so, um, and so that's kind of, uh, where, where we're taking this thing and, and what started this journey over the last couple of months is, we uh, we've got these different lives that kind of that came together we've got these different perspectives um but we're seeing the same issues and that's what we want to talk about
0: yeah and i've you know uh, i said i wanted to start this book uh, you know eight years ago and, and it's been a struggle for me since i i had uh, decided to do it and i just couldn't seem to get it all on paper it just seems so much bigger than me seems uh so much um it, it's very much opinion based but um having been on both sides it, i feel like the opinions are valid yeah for sure and i wanted to to make sure to to put those out there but um having uh you know having gotten to know you better um has helped um we've had these discussions uh, uh quite often about what it looks like um I, I think I might have had something to do a little bit with you seeing a little bit more of that. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> um, I'm and that. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> um, I think uh, I may have jaded you a little bit. But, uh, no, we don't we don't want to – I don't want to do that. And that's the problem, though. So many people are jaded or cynical uh, over what the church is supposed to be like. So we don't want that to, to be. So um, we were – Matt and I were talking one day, and 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 we were talking about this whole this whole idea of of what's wrong with the church, and I had brought up the book idea in the past, and and uh, you know I said, well, why don't why don't you help me write it? Why don't we we uh, collaborate with our different perspectives, and and it kind of took off from there. and We've been working on it for a little bit now, so y'all be sure to watch out for that in the in the future, sometime hopefully soon. Um, but, um, then Matt said, Hey, let's do a podcast. And, and it's funny because I started a podcast, um, probably a year ago, recorded a few episodes. Um, it was just me talking, um, and then stopped because, well, it was just me talking. I felt like I was preaching to the world. Um, but the idea behind it is just to have a conversation and to really just talk through it and share different opinions and, um, argue and, and, and I think though, most of the time, we're probably going to find that we agree with each other. Um, and I think hopefully, <coughs> excuse me, hopefully, um, you guys out there will agree with us too. That uh, it's not, it's not this big bad wolf that everybody thinks it is. Um, and it's not, um, people demanding, you know, that you go to church or you're going to go to hell or it's not, um, people demanding money. Um, and, uh. It's, it's not a lot of things that'll, that, that I used to think they were.
1: Absolutely. And then, you know, kind of on the other side of that, for for people who are in the church listening to this podcast, we really want to bring to light some of those preconceived notions, those, those issues out there, so that we can ward those off. And, and maybe even talk about some blind spots that we have. I know just in our conversations and uh, in some of the writing that we've already done, I've seen things in me that I look, I'm like, Oh, I can't believe I do that like that. and, And now I understand even better how that looks on the outside from the outside looking in. And, and so, uh, so I'm really excited about this. I'm excited about the opportunity to have these conversations for us to come in and just talk about the issues, um, and, and talk about the different sides of that. Um, and so why, why don't we jump in a little bit, um, to that? So for, uh, for you, Bill, um, you know, you spent uh, a lot of your time growing up outside of the church, um, relatively new, new, uh, ish to the Christian community and whatnot. Um, what were some of those first impressions that you had of the church?
0: Well, like I mentioned, um, a lot of it was the self-righteous attitudes. It was the stuffy, um, business suit, you know, always appearing to be better than everybody else. Um, uh, attitudes. It was the, um, church always asking for money the tv evangelists always saying you know send in your your check and support our church and support our mission and and you know from the outside i didn't understand any of that and it just seemed uh self-serving um and it's i was told quite often that that the church uh that people in in church were hypocrites and self-righteous and didn't uh, uh and thought that they were better than everybody else and um, I've seen that I've seen that um, played out as well uh, by some church friends who um, whose parents you know didn't treat me the best as as a as a kid who wasn't in church who needed um, a little bit of that um, what morality maybe um, maybe uh, uh, who needed some some guidance mm-hmm. but instead they just kind of pushed me aside and and um, made sure I knew. That they were better, and and uh, that certainly pushed me away. Um, and I think that that happens even now. I think uh, even being in the church, that still happens by by a few. I I don't want to say a lot, but there's a few that are still not um, not living the, the Christ-like life that they should be. And I want to make sure we say that we're in this podcast and the book writing and everything. We're not saying that we're perfect and we're doing everything oh, right. Oh, absolutely not. No way. But uh I do wanna call out the things that we're not doing right. Even us, mm-hmm. even me and you. Yep. But, um, not just calling out Christians or church goers in general. Um but there's things that we need to um check ourselves on regularly. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I mean that you know we're we're by no means perfect. Um and we don't have it all figured out either, but we but we do see some issues. You know, it's funny you mentioned the the self righteous kind of attitude that you see and um I've noticed uh, again, you know, through our conversations, doing some self reflection, how I can kind of put that off on people. Um, I'll have uh, be talking about how I went to church on Sunday or Wednesday and how, oh, yeah, well, I don't really go do that thing. And and even little conversations like that can sometimes give, you know, throw up some of those barriers where, you know, I, I think I'm just talking about what I did this weekend or what I didn't do this weekend, but depending on, how the rest of that conversation goes, it can throw up some walls and it can push people away and say, Oh, well you must be too good for this. (laughs) You must be too good for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it would be a good place to mention that, uh, you know, yeah, you and I both go to church. Um, we, I, I play in a bar, um, on the weekends i'm a musician mm-hmm. um so right across from the church so yeah it's right across <laughs> from the church literally uh, across the street so i play in this bar every friday night um uh, in fact i'll be there tonight it's friday today and um but i still go to church and i still um you know love jesus and and i still love my my brothers and sisters in church and and um I, but I'm human. I'm, I'm a normal mm-hmm. person. Um, I go play a country music show in a bar and, and have a good time doing it. I'll go have a few drinks and it's, I'm, mm-hmm. it's, that doesn't mean I'm going to hell because I'm having a beer or a yeah. good, good thing. So yeah, <laughs> so we're normal people. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And, and that's a lot of, you know, what the kind of conversations we want to have here is, is, you know, we are normal people we're here just to kind of talk about the church and, and what that looks like. We want to get rid of the, the self-righteous barriers. We want to get rid of all of anything that's getting in the way from just having a conversation about church, um, and about, about what the church is supposed to look like. So, um, cause anybody that's inside the church, um, uh, it, we're not perfect. We're, we're, we're just not. And we, we never want to give that vibe. In fact, um, uh, one of my favorite things I've I've heard a pastor say is if you ever find a perfect church, you better not go, you mess it up. Um, and that's so <laughs> that's true. Right. Uh, that is so true. Um, I, I would be first in line for messing that up. Um, so, so what actually got you into church the first time? I mean, you, you've, you had these, some of these barriers up, what got you to go for the
0: first time? So my wife, Emily was, um, uh, of course, you know her name, Matt, but nobody else does. Um, but so she um, she grew up in the church. Um, we had been married for about a year, um, um, almost two years, I guess. We had our we had our daughter, um, and she wanted to. She had been out of the church for a long time. Um, she wanted to get back into it. So I um, reluctantly, uh, or no, emphatically said, "No, I'm not going." Mm-hmm. Um, and it just wasn't for me. Um, but at the same time, I did believe in the Bible. I did believe in 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 God, and I did believe that what was in the Bible uh, was true. Uh, and I have since I was a kid. I believed in God. I, I just didn't know the details behind it all. And excuse me. And um, I I did tell her. I said, you know, come to me. Bring me a list of of where it says in the Bible that we should go to church, that Hmm. we were supposed to go to church. And I had forgotten about it. About a week later, she came to me with a a full page of Scripture references Hmm. um, that said, you should go to church. So I said, okay, let's go to church. All right, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) But, you know, I I make that sound simple, but it really wasn't. I had a whole slew of requirements for Mm. it. Um, because I'm a musician, because I played on the weekends, I didn't want to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning to get ready to go to church at 9 or whatever time the service was. So I I've said, you know what, Let's, I wanted to have an evening service. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want um, there to be a band because, again, as a musician, I was going to be distracted by either they were really good, so I was going right. to focus on them um, and start worshiping the band and not the things I was supposed to, <laughs> um, or they were going to be really bad and I was going to be distracted, and I was going to keep telling myself, I can do this better. I need to get up there. They didn't <laughs> let me play. Um, so I just I just didn't want to have a band um, in the church. Um, but it did turn out that no matter where I went, there was some kind of distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, we visited, gosh, probably five or six churches before mm-hmm. I found one that I said, I think this is the one. And ironically enough, uh Emily didn't like it. Um <laughs> she liked every one of them except for the one I liked. Huh. Um but we ended up trying it out for a few weeks and she started liking it and yeah. and uh it was it was a church with a bunch of older people in it. So she was wanting one with more families and kids and and um we were one of the first families. I think there was only two other families with kids in the church. Yeah. Uh so it was different, but um we did settle on that and the rest is history. There you go. There you go, so uh interesting
1: something you said kind of kind of piqued my interest. You said that you uh believed in the Bible um but you just weren't going to church. Would you say that uh, you thought you were a Christian because you believed in the Bible or it was a good story and a good book or where where did you land on that?
0: I believed that there was a God mm. of some sort I believe there couldn't that 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 this life couldn't be all there was mm. um, um i I didn't um well and and with my growing up, it wasn't the easiest for me, so I wanted there to be something better, something more yeah. so I did believe in that and uh um I didn't even know what being a christian meant um I didn't know what being saved meant um and that's part of my testimony we can get in later but uh um there was a lot- i didn't know anything about it I just knew because I read this book or i've I can't say I've read all of it. I still haven't read all of it, but, um, because I had read parts of it, it made sense. Um, it seemed legit. So I was like, you know what, this has got to be true. And then of course, growing up, uh, grandparents, great grandparents. Uh, I had a great grandmother that went to church a lot mm-hmm. and occasionally I went with her, but that was maybe once, twice a year that we went to that church with her. Um, and that's incidentally, that's part of what helped me to make my choice of what church I wanted to go to because it was a small little bitty country church Mm -hmm. that my grandmother went to and the one that we went to that I liked was a small country church. Makes sense. With a choir, didn't have a band. Had real pews. In fact, that's one of the things I said. Like every other church we visited, had just regular folding chairs. We walked into this one. I was like, "Real pews! Wow, what? Well, this <laughs> this is, feels like church. <laughs> yeah, this feels like an old country <laughs> church. I love it. Let's go here." Um, so we did. But um, yeah, I just I just always believed in God of some mm-hmm. sort. Yeah. Yeah. And I I would guess
1: that that's pretty common that, Mm -hmm. that there are some kind of, I guess, stages, you know, people believe the Bible is true, at least has good morals in it. Um, but, but maybe hasn't crossed that line to go into church because of some of those kind of things that we were talking about earlier, the Mm -hmm. self-righteous attitudes and, and just some of the, the general barriers that have come up. Um, so you've been in church for a while. Uh, any of those things, that those negative impressions you had from childhood that are still ringing true that you're still seeing?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, I think uh, there's still a lot of that self-righteousness. I think there's still a lot of watered-down gospel. Um, there is still the I'm better than you attitudes. Um, there's still churches that uh, are doing it for the money. Um, there, there's, there's all of it. And unfortunately, it gives the... The people who are really trying to do the right things and who are really trying to help other people—it gives their, it gives those people a bad name. And I hope mm-hmm. we would be considered some of those people who are trying to, you know, help our community um, in Christ's name. You know, mm-hmm. trying to represent ourselves as Christians well and do the things that Jesus did, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to not, um, as opposed to being uh, self-serving. Yeah. And and just doing things to uh, get that um, validation, um, and I'm guilty mm-hmm. of it. I mm-hmm. I love validation. I love the applause. Um, it's why I play music and. Um, I hope people enjoy this. I hope people get a lot out of it. Um, there's going to be some of that pride in that. Um, it's, it's a human thing, but it's mm-hmm. things that we still have to fight against. We can't just let all that take over. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the hard, one of the hard things for people who are Christians who maybe aren't, uh, don't, don't fit all the stereotypes that are out there. And, and I, and I would say that's, that's the majority, um, in, in the world. Um, is that we, we don't necessarily fit those stereotypes, but what you see maybe on TV or what you see at the, the big mega church live stream or whatever, that's the impression that's out there that all Christians have. And then, you know, sometimes like we were saying earlier, we put off these, attitudes unintentionally just because we say, Oh, well, I'm not going to do this or I've got this other thing going on and don't, maybe don't, maybe we don't have the conversation we need to have. We don't explain this is why I do what I do. It's Mm -hmm. not because I'm better. It's not because um, I've got these certain rituals I've got to follow. It's because no, like this is what I want to do as a Christian and just as a person, this is who I want to be. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not about being better than somebody else. It's just who I am. Um, but you know, like you're saying it, it's sometimes it's unintentional. And then when you see, um, the big broadcast stuff and, and what that looks like, it, it just paints a bad light. It, It really can. So, so some of those negative impressions are definitely still
0: out there. Well, and we live in a, what's in it for you world. Yeah. You know, what's in it for me world. Um, we, when you have people knocking on your door um, wanting you to read their pamphlet or, you know, the the question I have always had in my mind is what's mm-hmm. in it for you? You know, why are you spending your time doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've just got to, as as Christians, we have to... We, when we're talking to people about Jesus, we have to make sure that people understand it's not about what's in it for me. It's what's it's in it for you. What's mm-hmm. in it, for, you know, um, we're truly just want to help you. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not always the case. So it makes people cynical. Right. Um, a lot of people, you know, want to get a bigger attendance at church because they need more money. Mm-hmm. They need those tithes. They need those, those tithe checks. um. um they want to look better i've heard of pastors um going to conferences um -hmm. where there's a whole bunch of pastors and it's all about oh yeah how many how many people you got at your church or how many in your congregation or how many you know uh, and that's that's no way to be you know it's the if if you've got a pastor serving one person that's enough it doesn't matter how many numbers if you know matt and i have been talking about this thing if we help one person i'm happy um I would love it to help a whole lot more, but if we help one person, it's, it's, it's all been worth it because we've put in a lot of work in this, uh, over, over the past few months trying to prepare.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's, that's a lot of it. You know, what's the motivation, what is the heart behind it, um, behind what's going on. And that's really, that, that's what this is all about. That's what simplifying Jesus is all about is, we're, we're trying to take things that are seem real complicated that there's a lot of stuff out there that you can find everywhere about why this is good or bad um, different things that are going on in the church and we want to break it down to this is what it is this is what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. um, going back to if we're going to talk about Jesus and we're going to talk about what the Bible teaches what did it actually say we you know what? What, what are the things that we are supposed to be doing as the church that maybe we're not, maybe we're doing things that we shouldn't be, um, to, to give off this bad light. But mm-hmm. that's really what this is all about. We want to talk about what the church was meant to be and see if we can help some people, maybe help some current people in church kind of head that direction, you know, see self evaluate, uh, some, and then also for people outside the church, give it a shot. And knowing that we're not perfect, every church has its flaws, but maybe you give it a shot because this is what it was meant to be. It was never meant to be about the money, about the numbers, about being better than anybody else.
0: It's about being in church, being in community, um, loving people like God does. Right, right. And and it's about, um, you know, on that deeper spiritual level, it's about loving God. It's about worshiping God. It's about um, thanking Him for everything that He does to provide for us, uh, to um, for just the breath in our lungs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got to keep all of that in mind and sometimes we overcomplicate it. A lot of times we overcomplicate <laughs> yes. it. Um, so yeah, I completely agree. It's, it's about simplifying things and helping people and hopefully through having a real conversation like we are now that will reach people who would have never stepped foot into church, um, who maybe are on the fence and, and who have these, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for who have these uh, tendencies or no have these uh, preconceptions yeah. uh, about the church um, and we want to make sure that we can we can debunk those those by um, telling the truth by acknowledging that yeah this stuff is real it mm-hmm. shouldn't be it shouldn't be there right. but it is and we've just got to we've got to fix that absolutely absolutely and that's, that's what it's all
1: about well, Bill, this has been a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, jumping into episode one of Simplifying Jesus. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing some more of these. Uh, it's been been a lot of fun conversation. Appreciate everybody joining us today. And uh, hope you guys have a great great day.
0: Absolutely. Take care, everybody.